love that we kept singing that song and I asked the guys to keep going because it kind of, I didn't even realise it, but it kind of lines up with what I wanted to speak about tonight, which is I want to dare you guys to believe the truth and to stand on the truth. And I believe that that is a truth, that God is good and that he does love us and that he will never let us down. He's always going to be here in our midst, in our presence, even when we don't feel like it. Even when there's storms going on, there's wind, there's chaos, God's right there in the midst. It's amazing. I always feel like I have to keep telling myself till I believe it. So that's why I wanted to keep singing it tonight so we can get it into our heads, into our hearts, so we can live it out and believe it and say we do. Is that cool? That's cool. You guys can sit down. That's also cool. Brock's already sitting. If you didn't know, Pilt's sitting. He's cool as well. Brock broke his leg playing soccer. If you want to see a really creepy like photo of like a leg that's pretty much cut in half you can ask him that might have been too much detail for some people but it'll be all right um yeah Micah you can stay up that'll be awesome and Pilt's sick that's why he was sitting down it was really funny he was walking around before and he was like no all right cool hey I do have a cool announcement tell us I'll tell you only if you want to know do you want to know but do I know that you want to know that you want to know? Are you sure? No! We, as of this current point in time, can register for Summer Camp 2019. So, I don't know if they got a screen. There was a screen. Whatever. It's cool. You can go on to our church. Whoa! Whoa! So you can go on that website. Right here, if you can't read it, it says citychurchau.com slash ministries slash youth, or you just go to the homepage and follow the links, and you can register for the most affordable price of at the moment, $50, but you pay it off over the rest of the year, and then you can get there. Or there's this cool thing where if you register five or more, you get it even cheaper. So it's like, hey, why don't you register your connect group? Oh, oh, I'll leave that there. You can think about it, but I'm going to pray, and then hopefully I'm going to preach, and hopefully you get something out of it, because I believe you will. If not, I'll get something out of it, and that's all cool. All right? God, thank you that you're good. Thank you that you love us, that you care for us really deeply. Thank you that um, nothing in this world can separate us from the love you have for us, that you sent your son Jesus to die for us, to claim back that restoration, that relationship with you. God, we love you. We want to hear your word tonight, hear your truth. We came to meet with you and hear a word from you. Amen. Amen. So I was thinking about this whole concept. I'm going to sit down. You may know about it. It's a little game called Truth or Dare. Oh, yeah. Does anyone ever remember playing Truth or Dare? Wow. Does anyone remember doing something slightly silly for a dare? Yeah. What about, like, if you had to tell the truth and you're like, I don't want to. Yeah. Chloe does. She's like, ha! It was just the laugh. <laughs> and I was thinking about this concept and how in Genesis 1, there's a story of Adam and Eve, and there's this little game of truth or dare, kind of, but it was more just a dare, one-sided, and it was Satan. <laughs> yep, pretty much. It's Satan in the bush, and um, there's Adam and Eve who were 
called by God to look after all the land, everything in it, to have dominion and reign and care for all the animals and trees and plants and food and whatever. And God was like, it's cool, it's paradise. You just chill in there with me, it'll be all G. Um, And then there was this Satan dude, and he was like, hey, I dare you to do the one thing God said not to do. And they're like, ooh. But Eve was like, hmm. (laughs) What'd you say? You won't do it? Well, Eve did it. Scandalous. I'm not blaming women, but anyway. I'll tell you a really bad joke. Whoa. Get out. This is a really bad joke, all right? Don't repeat it. Why did God make men first? Because he didn't want advice on how to do it. Oh. Wow. All right, leave that there. Leave that there. So I want to dare you guys opposite of what Satan did and opposite of what the world tries to do where they dare us to push us right to the limit, dare us to change our beliefs or what we have conviction in or change us change our minds about what we do believe and I want to dare you to stand on the truth and the word of God in your life and for your life and for your family, for your friends. So I was reading this Bible verse in John chapter 14 verse 6. If you want to get it, if you want to write it down, do whatever you want. But it says this, Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? Because Jesus was all like talking about how he was going to go to heaven for our sins, but they were all confused and they didn't know what was going on. Yep, you got that? Got it? Cool. And Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and you have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. And Jesus answered, don't you know me, Philip, even after I've been among you for such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father's living in me. Someone was laughing. Maybe I'm talking too fast. Oh, it's just Jenny. It's all cool. (laughs) Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these. That'd be pretty lit. I'd like to see that. (laughs) Because I am going to the Father, and I'll do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. I want to dare you to actually take up that challenge and, in Jesus' name, see some things change, maybe in your school or circumstances. So I was like, what do we need to do, Jesus? Well, I believe he said the first thing, dare to believe he is the way. If you didn't know before, it said Jesus answered them and said, I am the way. I don't know why I say that Jamaican every time. I am the way. I am the way. We know the way. Wow, too many Disney references. I'm too old. Yeah, thanks, Charlie. I'll stick to what I wrote. So dare to believe the way. How do we know we are going the right way? How do we know that it's right? How do we know that what we're doing is what we're meant to be doing and what God's called us to be doing? It's a bit confusing. (laughs) We have to have faith and a trust in God that he's called us and that we are following and outworking his path. 
Um, and I was thinking that, like, what's evidence? What can I actually see to know that I'm doing the right thing that you're asking me to do? Show me a sign. And God said, Matthew 17, verse 15, 20. Oh! Oh, I was wondering where that was. Whoa, what? I don't know what that was. Matthew 7, verse 15 to 20. Watch out for false prophets. I was just checking it. (laughs) Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. Almost like the rhinos. But they win. By their fruit, you will recognize them. Do not people pick grapes from... Wait, do people pick grapes from thorn bushes? You're laughing because you can read it and I'm reading it. And I'm like, yeah, cool, gotcha. We're on the same page. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. Logic, I like it. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, you'll recognize them. So we can know the way. It's like these two are laughing. I don't know what's funny. So I keep looking around and I'm like, what's funny? All right, cool. Cool, 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 cool. So dare to believe that God is the way and that you're going the right way by looking at the fruit and the evidence of what is there in your life or in your circumstances. Often what it's talking about, the fruit, it's talking about, I guess, characteristics or circumstances or signs, I guess, that you just know and you have a peace. You can trust in God that you're heading the right way. I know at times I've been like, I don't know what I'm doing. (sighs) Or it's like things are going crazy, but there's like one thing that you're holding on to you're hoping for and then all of a sudden something else comes and you're going maybe this is the right way the way away don't sing no all right cool got it thanks charlie it's not my call singing bad fruit for dan everyone leaves so don't sing but i love hanging out with people i love doing what god's called me to do which is leading youth and there'd be a million amazing stories that i'd know that I've experienced and witnessed, that I've seen evidence of God and that I should be where he's called me to be because that's the best spot to be for your life as well. It's called a grace zone. Ooh, well, I didn't even write that, but you just made me think of it. Ooh, drop the mic, Charlie. Number two, point two, if you're doing notes, dare to believe the truth. Jesus is the way, the truth. You're probably going to guess the third point later on. Oh, shh. Spoilers. Dare to believe the truth. We have to choose and listen to believe in the truth. Oftentimes the truth hurts. Anyone? Can I get a witness? Yes. Sometimes you're like, woo, and someone comes, they love you, but it feels like they hate you in the moment. And you're like, that is not the truth. That hurts so much. It's like a knife in the back. But later on you can go reassess it and you're like, that was the truth. I'm going to cry and then repent and forgive that person. And Charlie's laughing at me again, so I'm getting really awkward and I'm going to read my notes again. Sometimes the truth hurts in the moment, but it builds us up. If we can learn to handle the truth, even the truth that hurts, and take it on board and use it, you'd be amazed at how the fruit and evidence you see can change in your life and you can grow, be stronger, have a greater sense of worth and value in who God calls you to be. Um, in John chapter 8, verse 31. Oh, you like that one too. 
Is that like, oh, oh no, not that one. Oh, that one. Do it. Okay. John chapter 8, verse 31 and 32 says, To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth. And the truth will set you free. No. I was talking to, we have a lady who looks after our like seniors in our church. She is amazing. I love her so much. She like inspires me. You talk to her and she's like drops truth bombs everywhere. And you're like, where's all this come from? Why don't you talk more? Anyway, we're talking about this verse and how it says you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. Often I find and I have found in the past that when you're looking for the truth, you're looking for specific words or facts or like evidence of things. But I love that Jesus is the truth. So if you know the truth, the truth will set you free. So if you know Jesus, Jesus will set you free, which he did, because that's what he came to earth to do in John 3.16. says, God so loved the world, he gave his only son, so that none shall perish, but everyone shall have eternal life if you believe in him. What? Maybe just a revelation for me. I'll take that. So if you hold to what God's calling and God's um, charging us or daring us to act or believe for, for our friends or family and stick to what he's taught, his way, then you'll know who he is and he will set you free. Not like, I don't have to work, I'm free. Or I don't have to listen to my mom or dad, I'm free. Or we are young, wide and free. No, no one knows that song. All right, cool. I need to stop singing. It's, yeah, to us. All right. But if we stick to who Jesus calls us to be and who he says, which you can check out in the Gospels, that's also known as Matthew, Mark, Luke, John in the Bible. Oh, wow. All of them. Yeah. The whole Bible's good. It's amazing. Yeah. Then you can actually see who Jesus was and the example that he set, and you can live by it, and you can actually know who he is and set you free. Anyway. Last point, if you didn't pick up on it before, if Jesus is the way, the truth, then I dare you to believe that Jesus is the life and he can bring life. Um, Jesus came to bring life and life to the full. We believe that Jesus came and brought restoration between us, humanity, and his uh, Father, God, the Holy Trinity. Father, God, Holy Spirit. No, cool. Got it? That's why they do the... It's not Illuminati. Charlie. Whew. Chloe. We'll pray for you guys later. I believe that, yeah, if you know Jesus is the life and he came to bring life and life to the full, even when crazy things are going on, you can stand firm in his word and on his truth and see it through to the end. Um, There's this crazy verse in Ezekiel 37, verse 1 to 14. I'm going to run out of time, but you can read it at home. And then when you open it at home, you can go, ah! So it's talking about this dude, this prophet called Ezekiel, who I'm going to call my kid one day. And it says that uh, the Holy Spirit took him up into this valley. And this valley was a bit scary. Um, It was like all dry and dirty and dusty. And there was all these bones there, like human bones. And he was like, oh, that's creepy. And then God spoke to Ezekiel and said, Ezekiel, son of man, can these bones live? And he says, God, only you alone know the answer to that. 
And then God says, I want you to speak to these dead things, these dead things in your life, in your circumstance, in your situation, that they'll come back to life, that they'll bring restoration in them, that there'll be new life in them. And he's like, why not? Let's give it a shot. And so he speaks to them and he says, they come to life. They all form together again. Um, If the team want to come up, I'll wrap this up real quick. Um, And then Ezekiel again speaks to them and um, speaks life and breath into them because you can have something that's functioning and formed, but without breath, it's not really living or breathing. So he speaks again and God breathes his breath into it. It says from the four corners of the earth, they come alive again. And I believe that knowing Jesus, knowing his life and daring to believe in who he is, that he can bring the best out of your life as well. You can speak to dead things or circumstances or situations or stuff that's going on right now. And you can see it through. You can see a future. You can see it come alive again. Maybe it was a dream or something that died and you're like, that can't happen. Yeah, but God says, speak to it, speak life to it, bring faith, bring courage to it, bring his word, his truth, stand on it and speak life. Um, I was going to share another story, but I'm going to miss that one. I might use it again. Come talk to me if you really want to know it, but no one will do that because they're like, I don't want to know that story. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. The thing about being a Christian or a follower of Jesus, however you want to frame it, that was really awkward to open that water. That's not what I was saying. Is That water was nice. It's not always easy to believe that God is the way or Jesus is the way. The truth's not always nice to hear. And life isn't always fair or fun or glamorous or amazing. It actually says that you'll have trials and um, chaos, but you can stand firm on the word of God and see it through. Um, We may be weird or stand out to others, but that's who God's calling us to be because if we were like everyone else, why would anyone believe us or want to be different? I believe that knowing God as the truth, knowing Jesus, he can bring a transformation to our lives with a relationship with him and through him. And he can speak through you to others as well, that you can set an example. And then it would be a way and a life of significance and purpose to have more value and more assurance in who he is and what you're called to do and your faith in Christ. I think in a moment, and even for me, sometimes I need to take that moment to step back and look at what I do believe. Do I believe that Jesus is the truth? Do I believe that I understand what the truth is and what he is calling it and what he's calling me to? Um, and some of us need to look at our fruit as well, what's going on in the past, how are we living? If we're believing the truth, what's the fruit? Where's the evidence? Am I in a good position with my relationship with God or is it maybe not as good as it can be? I believe some of us need to like use that reflection as a chance to change or to look back and move forward into the future so that we can live a life of significance and purpose, that God will use us to change I know our school, our families, our friends, maybe the Blue Mountains, maybe New South Wales, maybe Australia, maybe the world, maybe Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide. No. I love that um, sometimes there's things like, people are like, always just be happy, just smile. But it's actually a true thing. Maybe if you smile, you dare to smile, you can actually change how you actually feel on the inside. You can be happy. If you dare to confess and believe and speak out what God says about you, 
that he loves you, that he cares about you, that he is good, that he will never leave you, you'll actually start to believe it and it will sink into your heart and your soul and you can hear the word of God and draw closer to him and in doing so, other people will draw nearer to you because they want to know what's different. So I'm just going to pray right now that um, maybe God will speak to you through the rest of the week, the night, and that um, you can start to learn the truth, learn the fruit of your life, the way that Jesus is and the life that God's calling us to live. God, thank you that, yeah, you do love each and every one of us, that you are the truth. And I pray right now that we can start to dead to believe in you and in what you say about us to us and about our circumstances. God, we pray that we can start to believe that you are the way, the truth and the life in our own personal life and for our friends and for our family and for our school and for all those people who are hard to get along with. We pray that you love them too and that we can dare to believe that they'll have an encounter with you that will change them and transform their life, God. We thank you that you are good and that you never let us down. And we dare to believe that we'll stand on this word and we dare to see mountains move and things change and circumstances change, that you'll speak life into them. Amen.